Welcome to A Cup of Joe with Joe. My name is Joanne Meredith, and I will be here each and every week to help you take a moment to breathe in, hear perspectives on careers, life, and many other important tips from some pretty incredible men and women that I get to work with every day. Let me introduce myself first. I'm from the Northeast, and I grew up in New Jersey. My background is corporate pharma, and I've always had a love for science, and helping people is true to my nature. So working in clinical development for over 18 years was an amazing opportunity for me. Seven years ago, I started an additional virtual business alongside my corporate career to create financial diversification and plan what was next for me. Now I have a global business in the U.S., Canada, and Australia, and soon to be Japan, and in this Cup of Joe with Joe, I'll be sharing my journey along with the journeys of all the incredible professionals I work with to help you plan for what's next for you. Hey, welcome back to A Cup of Joe with Joe. My name is Joanne Meredith, and we are here with another very cool topic, one thing to better yourself. That's what we're chatting about today. So I'm here with another one of my very, very good friends and colleagues in Rodan and Fields, Michelle Rankin. Hey, Michelle. Hi, Joe. How are you? I'm good. Michelle and I, fun fact, we used to live across the street from each other, and now we're in different states. So it's so fun to still be able to work with her virtually. <laughs> so before we get into the awesome topic we're going to be talking about today, Michelle, tell everybody your story so they Sure. Well, hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Um, my name is Michelle Rankin. I live in Middletown, Delaware, and I am I'm a stay-at-home mom with a business now, which is still so funny to say, because when I do think about, you know, you know who I am, I, I always think of myself as a stay-at-home mom, but yet I have this thriving business that I've um, been able to build around my family, which is incredible. But prior to kids, I was in retail sales management. I used to manage um, several stores for a retailer that is no longer in business, which is no surprise because that does seem to be the, you know, the way of things, right? So a lot of the stores that we used to know and love are no longer with us. So I, I worked for a, a fashion retailer for about 14, 15 years almost. Um, and I, it was just a crazy, crazy life of uh, traveling and commuting and 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 um, really, you know, working nights, weekends, holidays, and working when everyone else was off and with their families, and that was okay before we had kids. And so, you know, my husband and I were were chatting, and prior to us making the plan to trying for kids, um, we always said when the time comes, it was important for us that I would be at home at least for the early days. And my husband has a background in law enforcement. Um, he just recently retired, which we're thrilled about. But he spent, uh, you know, 20 years of working shift work and having a crazy schedule as well. And um, so we knew that we'd have to make that compromise. And when the time came, we had kids. I became a stay-at-home mom. Um, it, everything was fine, but it was never a long-term plan. And so um, about, I guess, you know, after I had my second child, we had about a year 
until we figured out what was next. And, um, and for, for me, I just, I knew that once I had a taste of that freedom, that time freedom, um, with my family, it wasn't something that I ever wanted to give up. So, uh, you know, I'm happy to say that I have found something that has been the best of both worlds where I don't have to sacrifice time for income or sacrifice income for time. I, I really have the best of everything through this Rodan and Fields business that I found. And um, I'm excited to share a little bit more of that with you in a bit. So that's my story. Thanks, Michelle. And I love, love hearing it. I'm so excited for everything that's happening now too with your husband retiring. That's amazing. Um, okay. So now on to the topic, one thing to better yourself. So the reason why we picked this topic is because Sometimes people look at their lives and think, oh, I want to change this and I want to change that. And it's it's a little overwhelming. And then you just kind of skid and stop in your tracks <laughs> and say, oh, forget it. Never mind. But, you know, digging a little deeper, sometimes if you just focus on one thing, one thing that really can change your life, you know, it's it's interesting that you can make a change in your life and truly impact things to come, many things to come. And Michelle and I have a lot of great perspectives on that. So, Michelle. First, you. What is your perspective on one thing to better yourself? Well, you know, I was thinking about this, and it's so hard to so hard to narrow it down. Um, and you know, I have I have one one thing that I want to focus on, but there is something else that I want to loop into that as well because I think it's important for um, you know the bigger picture too. So the the first thing that I want to talk about seems very broad, um, and it's following your gut. And, you know, we hear that a lot, you know, follow your gut, follow your intuition, your instincts, they're there for a reason. And um, the reason why I, I thought this would be a good topic to speak on is, I think a lot of times, we tend to ignore the feelings that we have. You know, we're going through life and we're just plugging along and we're doing all the things that we, you know, quote unquote, are supposed to be doing. And so, you know, when I use, I use this as an example of, you know, playing back to my story, when, when we knew that it was, you know, time for us to start thinking about having a family and thinking about, well, what does that mean for us in our lives? And, you know, the fact that I, I felt called to be a stay-at-home mom and, you know, this is, this is a bigger topic, you know, this is, it's not for everyone. You know, there are a lot of people that, that choose to work and make that balance happen with their family. And for us, we just had a few more circumstances that made it extra hard. And we knew that that was something that I really, um, you know, wanted to do, but yet felt called to do. And it was important to me. It was a priority, but at the same time, there was a ton of, you know, unexpected, you know, things or unknowns associated with it. So what, what would that mean for our family? Um, cutting our income in half. My husband and I were basically equal earners. So cutting our income in half, um, losing connection, right? So if there's any stay-at-home moms that um, are listening, you might be able to relate to this, that, you know, there's a loss of social connection. And, and sometimes there's a feeling of isolation, in a way, which can, you know, really play into your mental state. And, and so that's, that's difficult to battle. Um, losing independence. And it was really the first time where 
I, where my husband and I had, you know, one account that we were working from. And prior to, you know, when I, I, you know, was a stay at home mom, I always had, you know, an extra something for me. And losing that was, um, you know, a little bit challenging. Um, relying on your spouse for everything um, and trusting that they're going to, um, you know, be responsible for providing all the income into your family. It was, it, it's stressful. You know, it's a lot to, it's a lot to think about. And then God forbid, God forbid something happens, right? Um, you know, something, something tragic. And, you know, my husband was in a high risk position and, you know, who, who, who knows if he would have been coming home at the end of a shift, that was the reality. But then again, you know, there's a lot of other stay at home moms out there who, you know, if your husband or spouse is commuting to work, anything can happen in an instant. And, you know, we're recording this podcast the day after um, hearing about Kobe Bryant and who would have ever expected that. So, you know, life, life changes in an instant. And, Suddenly feeling a, a lack of control um, as a stay-at-home mom is something that is a very, very real feeling. But ultimately, ultimately, the biggest thing that was weighing on my heart that I felt like I needed to listen to was that I was in the right place and this is where I needed to be for my family, regardless of all of that. And it was a, my overall like strong gut instinct that we're doing the right thing by making this decision. So, you know, I think this can apply to other areas in life too, where you might be feeling, um, you know, paralyzed and, or, or stuck somewhere and, and just in your gut, you're feeling like, you know what, this isn't, this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing right now. And, um, and, and what I want to say is that, when I chose to become a stay-at-home mom and we were plugging along and I, I, I felt this nagging feeling like I, I need to do this, but I also desperately need something for myself to sort of mitigate the risks that I felt, you know, the risks that I, that I was just talking about. And so I truly, truly feel that when you are following your gut, things will be placed in your path that will validate that you're making the right choices. And so for me, um, you know, that was when Rodana Fields entered my life. So, you know, a, a, a funny little story is just the, you know, the timing of it all is that, um, you know, after we had our second child and we knew we had about a year um, to figure out when I would be going back to work. So, you know, financially we had that all worked out. Um, but again, after a year, we knew that we were going to need more income. Um, that same week that my husband and I sat down and said, okay, we need to, you know, just kind of figure out, get a game plan together for next year is when I had a conversation with Joanne, when she started her business with Rodana Fields. And we were just casually taking a walk around the neighborhood, right? Um, you know, just a random evening. And um, she mentioned that she was starting this new thing, right? And so that walk that we took, Joanne, I truly believe was not by accident, right? I had just moved across the street from her, by the way. And I, that, I believe, wasn't an accident. Things were moving in life to line me up 
for where I needed to be. So it's funny when you look back on life and you can, you know, kind of confirm, oh, wow, like this would have never happened had this not happened. And so that night that we took a walk changed everything for, for me because, you know, she was talking about the skincare business. And while I had zero interest in skincare, never washed my face and was really not interested in doing anything sales related because I sort of came from that world. And at at the time when I heard about it, it was kind of like, eh, I don't know that that's for me again. Nothing, nothing about it was ringing a bell like, oh, this is exactly what you need to be doing. But we kept having interactions. We kept taking walks. We kept talking. And it allowed me to see what she was doing in her life. And suddenly I felt like, wait a minute, maybe this is something that, you know, could be for me. And I felt a spark. I didn't know what that spark was. And I'm sure that all of you have had those times in life where there's been a spark that comes out of nowhere and it's a choice. Then you make a choice. Do I ignore it? just because I'm going to continue on doing what I should be doing or what I you know, think others want from me? Or is it something I need to pay attention to? And in this case, I paid attention to it. And I, I said to my husband, Sean, I don't know what this is. I, I just have a gut feeling that this is something that I'm supposed to um, you know, a door that I'm supposed to walk through. I don't know what's on the other side. I could fail miserably. But it could be an answer for us. And so now looking back over seven plus years now, it has been the greatest blessing for us because it's allowed me to do everything in life that I've ever wanted to do, which is is so um, rewarding. So, you know, not only have I been able to Um, remain at home and work on my own times and terms, you know, around my family. But when my my kids were young, they had some um, issues where they required in-home therapy. Had I been working a traditional nine to five job or a job working where I'd have to, you know, get an okay from a boss or take time off, that would have been really challenging. But this business allowed me to be home during those times. It allowed me to be at home during times where I've needed to care for my parents when they've had health issues. It's been, um, you know, something that has been more rewarding than anything in my previous career, not only just, you know, what it's done for me personally, but financially as well. And when I look back, I think, thank God that I just listened to that gut instinct and said, this is something that I need to pay attention to. And I think, especially women, I'm sure there's men that might be listening to this as well. Gut instinct is gut instinct. But I think for women, especially, I think it's especially strong. And I think that we're the ones that tend to beat ourselves up the most around expectations with, you know, what people want from us or what they think we should be. And we try to just, you know, follow that. And sometimes it's hard to say, you know what, there's something that I feel called to, and I'm going to, I'm going to listen to it and I'm going to follow it and take that path. And I assure you that if you start listening to more of that, you know, paying attention to more of those little signs, maybe you're in a job that you don't love. Maybe, maybe you're in a relationship that you know is not um, right for you, whether, you know, not even just marriage, but friendships, you feel when something is not right, or when you feel that something is, we just need to hone our instincts and be able to say yes, 
um, I'm hearing that and be willing to follow it because you never know what's on the other side. So that is my one thing I would say could change your life. Just listening to your instincts more. There is a little something else I'd like to piggyback on too. If you want to give me a moment for that, Joanne. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So, all right. Fast forward um, seven years in, in business, things are, you know, going great. And, you know, my kids, they're happy, they're healthy and, you know, um, active in, you know, sports and other things. And, um, it, it, it's, it's, it's been a great life, but I have to say that 2019 was a really, really rough year, um, for us personally. So, you know, I have the skincare business and skin has now become a passion. Wasn't when I first started, but now it has become a passion. And, um, again, you know, kind of looping back to, paying attention to things that are going to be meaningful for you later, that things are placed on your path for a specific reason. Shortly after I started my business, I found out that I had skin cancer. And so it was a big wake up call that I needed to be taking better care of my skin, like literally diagnosed um, right after I said yes to this business. And I thought, my goodness, like, you know, I, I had some doubts creep in, like, why would I be the right person to tell anybody how to care for their skin when clearly I haven't done a good job of taking care of my own. I mean, years of sunbathing and, and not treating my skin well and, you know, not to mention not washing and all of that. But, you know, I, I lived in the, the, the 80s when we were putting, you know, oil, number four banana boat, right, <laughs> um, and slathering it on. And I have fair skin. If you've ever seen me, some of you listening, I have very fair skin, blue eyes, blonde hair. I was never one that was going to be, you know, this bronze goddess. But I thought I might. <laughs> I thought there was a chance. So I did the tanning beds. I, I, I really abused, um, I abused my skin. That's what it was. And so it caught up to me, uh, skin cancer came along and, um, you know, fortunately I had it removed and was fine for a while. And then just last year it came back again. And so, um, and it came back with a vengeance. It was a completely different situation, very aggressive. And, um, it, you know, I started 2019 feeling like, oh my gosh, like here we go again. And a lot of fears around, you know, um, you know, the long-term prognosis of things. Um, and once again, I had to stop and say, you know what? thank God that I'm in a place in life where I can take care of myself right now without having the stress of, um, you know, taking time off work or disability or what have you. I was, my, my business went with me and, and, and life for the most part plugged along. Okay. But it just kind of stopped me in my tracks and it really got in my way, you know, mentally just with, with, just my, my, my outlook, I would say it was, it was a hard year where I felt like my mental state was really kind of uh, in a rocky place. So, um, you know, took care of that in January, had, um, a, a quick surgery recovered from that, but then had to go through radiation and it probably drug out until a little bit after Easter. So a good majority of the, the beginning part of 2019, I was, you know, dealing with that. And shortly after that, my parents had health issues and it just, it, it, we, it, we just kept taking one blow after the next. And I just felt like, gosh, like what is happening right now? This is a really hard year. And I know, I know so many of you listening, I, you know, are 
especially if you're middle-aged like me or at a time now where things are happening with friends and family and, um, you know, that you, you suddenly are starting to value, um, and, and see how fragile life is. And, and so I had to, I had to be thankful that I was in a place in life. I had, I made decisions that had put me in a position where I could truly take care of myself and take care of others. But at the same time, I finished 2019, just feeling like, stuck and just like stuck mentally and like not really having like the same like joy for all the things that I used to and I couldn't figure out why and so it leads me to the second thing that I have to mention as far as you know something that can truly just change your life is movement and physical activity and I truly believe that it is the cure-all to almost everything. And so if you're listening and if in any way you're feeling, you know, stuck, if you're feeling stress, if you're feeling like, you know, you're in a place where you're just questioning your um, if you're enough, you know, your, your worth, um, maybe you've had some, you know, failures along the way that you, you know, are just so down about or feelings of depression and, and, and your health isn't where it's supposed to be. I would challenge you that even if you're feeling tired, if you're feeling like I can't even put one foot in front of the other, physically just stand up and move. There is so much, um, you know, not only science, but just, you can tell, I mean, if, if when you're more active, you're suddenly much uh, more open, your mental state is much more clear, it improves everything. And I, I just recommitted myself to a new program at my gym. And I can tell when I'm taking care of myself first, especially when it comes to physical activity, my mind is so much clearer. I'm in a place where I can receive, you know, joy. I can, I can um, be more creative when it comes to, you know, not only my business, but, you know, being a better mom and, and all of those things. So I just challenge you to, um, you know, think about 2020, we're in a brand new decade listening to your gut instincts, finding, finding, um, uh, new opportunities, listening to things that might be purposely put in your way on your path, um, for a reason and also taking care of yourself in, you know, physically, as far as exercise and activity goes, um, I think it's like the perfect like combination of things. I can't think of um, any two things that are more powerful than that for me in my life right now, but I know a lot of people can relate to that as well. So I'll stop there. Well, that was amazing. Wow. I mean, I just, I loved all of it and I relate and I still remember that, that night that we walked around and, and chatted and we, I know we both were putting it out there that we both were looking for more. And it's amazing when we reach to do those things, what's really come and come to our lives and been a blessing and continues to be a blessing. So before we close our call, we, again, we work for the number one skincare company in all of North America, Verdan and Fields. 
Uh, so Michelle, we are going to share at the end of the call where you're going to share your best 30 second tip in skincare. So what do you have to share with everyone for the skin that you're taking good care of now? <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, okay. So this was kind of, uh, happened by accident sort of thing. So you might know that we just recently came out with a new regimen called recharge, and it's really meant for more of the 20 somethings that are dealing with environmental stressors and just lifestyle. And, um, you know, for, for me personally, I didn't think that this regimen would be a fit for me because I'm kind of beyond that at this point. But I ran out of my active hydration serum, which I desperately rely on for moisture. Um, and there's a step two in recharge called the Ultra Boost Moisturizing Treatment. And I thought, hmm, let me give this a try and work this in and see. And I I loved the way that it felt, but also beyond that, I was using Radiant Defense. So Radiant Defense is um, a perfect uh, step to add to your skincare routine to blur any imperfections. It's just a, a very lightweight coverage. Well, I found that when I blend the step two of recharge with Radiant Defense, the finish for me and and my skin type, it's it's phenomenal. And I, it's, it's one of those Rodan and Fields hacks, as you will call it. It's not something that, you know, our company recommends, but as you are experiencing all of our products, you kind of find what works for you. And it was a happy accident that I found that blending those two together gave me a great finish. And, um, I'm, I'm loving my results with using those two products right now. Love that. Thanks, Michelle. And I love to hear how you're taking care of yourself and how you're doing great things for 2020. And I can't wait to see what this year holds for you. So thank you, everybody, for listening. And thank you, for Michelle, for sharing everything today. And we'll see you next week on A Cup of Joe with Joe. Bye. Tune in next week to see what's brewing with our next Cup of Joe with Joe.